Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He served at the Pentagon as an Army JAG. He graduated from Notre Dame and has two law degrees from Boston University and Georgetown University. He's been practicing law for over 30 years. He's your family's personal attorney. It's time for the David Carrier Show. Hello and welcome to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney, and you have found the special it's so I mean, every week is special, right? But this is even more special. You know why? Because this is the New Year's rockin'y version of the... You know, I wonder if we'll get in trouble for that. They probably have that New Year's rockin' Eve kind of sewn up, copyrighted, trademarked, and probably asking for trouble. What do I care? Welcome to the New Year's rockin' Eve uh, version of the David Carrier Show, special edition. Give us a call, why don't you? 888-463-2843. That's 888-463-2843. If you'd like to get your question, comment, or concern on the air. This is where we deal with estate planning, real estate, business law, and of course, my favorite, my personal favorite, elder law. Estate planning is all that wills, trusts, and probate stuff, okay? Then we've got elder law, which is how do we hang on to your stuff for you? Uh, You'd be surprised how many people aren't even thinking about it. Um, You know, Day doesn't go by. We don't have people hauling in their estate planning, so-called estate planning documents, right? People do trusts and they do powers of attorney and all the rest of the. And it's all, yeah, you know, better than nothing. I'm, I'm not saying it's not better uh, than nothing at all. But golly, it's not much better than <laughs> it's not much better than nothing. And if you're looking at uh, if you're looking at a long-term care situation, if you're looking at a, whether it's skilled nursing or assisted living, any of that stuff. Um, sometimes it's not better than, I mean, it's just, you know, can't use it anyway. Uh, so we did it to you. Uh, but that's because frankly, there's a very different folk. I have people, you know, faithful listeners know, uh, one of our, uh, claims to fame is that we do stuff differently. You know, we, we really do approach this stuff differently. And then, you know, after, after we've been saying that at the, we say that at the workshop, we say it at the vision meeting, saying at the design conference, all the way through, we're telling people, hey, this is really different uh, than what other, uh, than what other folks are doing. We go deeper, we go, we just do, we take a lot more time uh, before you agree to anything. Uh, you, ha- you know, this, we've got six hours into it. I, I know, I know that sounds like a lot, I get it. Uh, but listen, we're trying to do good things here. We're trying to build a foundation for, uh, for the future. And, uh, you don't, that, that doesn't happen, you know, with the snap of the fingers. It's not a fill in the blank exercise. And yet, uh, uh, and I'm, it's fresh because it just, just happened last week. Uh, well, I went to, you know, these other attorneys and they all said, none of this was, uh, that's not what they do. You know? And they said, well, how come other attorneys don't do this? Well, cause it's hard. 
<laughs> it's not easy. Right? This is not easy stuff that we're trying to do. Look, the government wants you broke. They want your money. Did you know that already? Is that a surprise? Uh, and what we're trying to do is make sure under the law, which is out. See, this is what's so, so uh, well, it just is the way it is. Uh, you don't have to go broke if you don't want to. Right? And we didn't make the rules. Government did. And most of the time, the way people comply with the rules and it's all about complying with the rules. So we're very, very big on compliance. So we, we didn't get literally thousands of our Medicaid applications approved on the first go-round. And the ones we didn't get approved on the first go-round, uh, less than half a percent, uh, very small percent, you know, less than half a percent. We're even better than ivory soap. You know, ivory soap was 99 and 44, 100s pure. Yeah, well, we're like 99.7 pure, you know, first on the first go-round. Uh, to get a Medicaid application approved. But on the other ones, we took them up on appeal. And guess what? We won the appeals uh, because we actually comply very strictly uh, with the law. We know what the law says. And people say, well, you know what they want. They're not doing what they want. Well, listen, what they want is you broke. <laughs> I don't know. Plenty of people to help you go broke. We're not. Well, and if that's what you want, hey, you don't need us. Uh, government very good about doing that for you. Uh, but if you would like to hang on to your stuff, if you'd like to make sure that your spouse is well cared for, uh, that you yourself have choices throughout your lifetime, well, then maybe you ought to think about coming to a workshop. These are the workshops we do, the life plan workshops, and we do them every single week all over the place. And we do them in Grand Rapids. We do them in Norton Shores. We do them in Holland and down there in Portage. So if you're in Battle Creek or Kalamazoo or Zeeland or Muskegon or wherever, come on to a workshop. They're very, very much available. And it's not just uh, life plan workshops we're doing, of course, for an awful lot of folks. An awful lot of folks, it's about how do I care for my spouse in our home? I don't want to leave the home. I don't want you to leave the home. And the good news is that there's a program designed to keep you in your home. Uh, but if you don't know about it, how are you going to qualify for it? How are you going to you know, get those benefits. Remember, two-thirds of the time, caregiver spouse dies first, right? And I don't have any statistics on this one, this next one, but I figure it's close to 100%. Spouses don't put spouse, don't, don't call 911. Spouses don't do that. They kill themselves keeping the other one out of the nursing home, and it's the kids who finally, when they recognize the reality of the situation, it's the kids who call 911. To save mom, to save dad, not the one who's got the dementia, to save the caregiver because they can see cl more clearly than you what the heck is going on here. And that's why we do the PACE workshops. We do a lot of these. And, of course, we have constant liaison with the long-term care facilities and the PACE programs and all the rest of that so that, uh, you know, here's another call we get frequently. People say, well, what nursing home or what uh, facility should we go to? Well, we've got two folks who spend most of their time out there talking with the financial directors, talking with the case managers, you know, making sure that uh, that our applicants, that if we're handling the Medicaid application, uh, then the facility knows exactly what's going on. We keep them updated, everything else. Uh, and so we have a very good relationship because we work at it. None of this is, uh, none of this just falls out of the sky. You know, you got to work at it. Um, but because we work at it, we have a very good relationship with the different facilities, uh, making sure 
that you get the level of care that you have earned. Right? It's not a it's not a uh, oh, Merry Christmas. Here's a you know here's some care or something. It's, 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 no, you earned it. Okay. If you think about the difference between the number on your pay stub, right? There was a number on your pay stub. Amount earned this week. There was a different number on your paycheck. The amount you get this week. All right. You've been paying into this <laughs> for your whole life. Uh, and now, oh, let's not get any payback on our investment. I mean, really? No payback. You don't want any payback. Okay. Well, that's not my attitude. And frankly, uh, if that is yours, well, how can I help? Uh, not, not clear to me. But if you do want to pay back for the money that you put into the system, well, that's where we can, uh, that's where we can help. Now let's get to uh, let's see if we can't can't get to an email here before we uh, uh, before we get uh, in our very first segment. Um, okay, here's a, here's one. Um, how to get guardianship on an incapacitated adult child? Friend is in his fifties, collapsed, now in coma. Chances him recovering slim. Father has been by side, hoping for miracle, now looking for either power of attorney, which is not possible, okay, because the power of attorney is something that has to be done before this sort of thing happens, okay? Power of attorney is a document that does not involve probate court, gives you a whole new set of rules, right? So that's not going to happen. Or guardianship. Now, guardianship is where you go to the probate court and you say, hey, judge, uh, my son is in a coma. Can I make decisions for him? Okay, basically says, we are not sure where to begin. Son did not have a living will or an estate. And I guess what they mean there is an estate plan. So, yeah, you're heading off to probate court. You're going to ask the judge. You're going to petition for the judge to the judge and say, hey, judge, here's what happened. Can I be in charge? And the judge will say, well, I'm going to send somebody out there, a guardian ad litem. In some places, some jurisdictions, that's an attorney. Uh, in other places, it's a uh, some other kind of professional, or uh, lots of times it's uh, retired teachers, retired uh, investigators, they use various folks to go out and write a report saying, here's what I found. You know, I talked to this one, I talked to that one, I talked to the other one, so that when you go to court, it's not just a family member saying what happened, okay? You've got this independent visitor who can tell the judge what's going on, and then uh, the judge will issue the guardianship based on that. Okay, so uh, so uh, in that case, what would you do? You would go ahead and, uh, you know, petition the probate court and say, hey, judge, you know, I would like to be in charge. And that it's just a court process, you know, talk to the attorney. No, no big, you know, in a case like this, pretty clear. You're listening to the David Carrier Show, the special New Year's Eve, New Year's Rockin' Eve uh, edition of the David Carrier Show. We'll be right back. I'm David Carrier. Your family's personal attorney. Why, it's almost like being in love. There's a smile on my face for the whole human race. Why, it's almost like being in love. All the music of life. It's snowing and the wind it is blowing but I can weather the storm what do I care 
To keep me warm. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. If you recall, our special uh, Christmas Eve edition featured Colin Carrier uh, as our uh, special guest. And I have gotten many, many, many emails, two or three anyway, who said, uh, why don't you just let the kid do the show? And that would be much, much more interesting and much less boring. And so uh, by popular demand, Colin is back. Good morning, Colin. How you doing? Good. Good. Ready for uh, you know another scintillating uh, broadcast here? Suppose so. I suppose so. Well, suppose so. Well, that's an enthusiastic endorsement if ever I heard one. Hey, I understand there's a spelling bee going on at your school. Is that right? Yes. Well, what can you tell us about that? Well, it's got a lot of people in it. Basically, I mean, like third graders to eighth graders in my school. St. Patrick's, and we all got the sheet of words. Are there like five or six words on the sheet? No, there are probably hundreds of words on that sheet. Oh, okay. And we have to like practice them all so that once we like get to the spelling bee, we've practiced. Go ahead. We've practiced all of the words. Yeah. You don't have to yell. There's a microphone there. Just normal conversation. Okay. Well, then we have to practice all of the words for when we get when we get to the time for the spelling bee. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, that little technical difficulties there. Okay. Anyways, that time when the spelling bee comes is when we all get up and you know. We spell the words that we've been practicing, but we don't necessarily know which words out of the hundreds that we are that we're given that we are going to spell. But we do have an idea of what we are going to spell because you you knew what was coming. Yeah, I mean, there's no they don't say, "Hey, it might be on this day or that day," or "Surprise!" Here's the you know what's coming. Yes. Yeah. So. Getting ready for a spelling bee now, would it be a good idea to wait, do you think? Like till the night before? Would that be a good idea? Bad idea. Why? Well Oh, you might not it may never even happen. There might be a snow day that day. Yeah, well it's always gonna happen probably the next day. Oh, okay. So why would you why wouldn't you wait till the night before maybe the morning of? Well that's even that's an even worse idea. Mm. No why? Why? Mm Well, that's because that um that's because that so if you don't practice what would happen well you would do really bad why would you do bad i mean isn't this easy stuff well sure some words are easy but then we get to ichthyosaurus kilimanjaro ciceroni you really think do you really think those words are easy uh, no, and boisterous is another word that's not particularly uh, easy. That's on your list, as I recall. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, all these words that are really hard, you practice them. You get better at them. Mm-hmm. Then when the time comes, and if you get them, you spell them, and you get them right. Mm. So would you like to do well on this spelling bee? Yes. Be nice to win it, I think. Yep. Yeah. 
But at least you have to do your best. Is that right? Yep. How hard is it to do your best if you haven't gotten ready for it? Can you do your best if you haven't prepared? Hmm? Can you do your best if you haven't prepared? No. So what do you have to do? We have to, well, we have to practice. Yeah, and how how do you practice? We practice by, like, my mom tells me one word, then I spell it. And then I might get it wrong, but she said, uh, but she says, "Hey, you got this part wrong. You've forgotten like a B here. Put in that B. Then I spell it again. Get it right. Then we go to the next one, and the next one, and the next one, next one, next one." Mm-hmm. On and on and on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Does your dad help out with this at all? Sure, he does. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I'm just feeling, I'm just feeling a little left out. <laughs> Don't worry, you always do. I know. Okay, so in order so in order to do your best, you have to what? Plan ahead, you have to practice. You have to because we all know that it's coming. Right? Is that like anything we do around here? Yeah. Yeah. See, you all what we do here is it's all about the it's all about the practice, right? We're going to make sure that things go well for things that might happen. You might get this particular word or that one. You never know exactly what you're going to get uh, when it comes to life, right? Throws you different challenges, doesn't it? True. True. And sometimes it's a spelling bee and sometimes it's a math test and, you know, and sometimes it's long-term care. But, hey, whatever, whatever you're faced with, that's the sort of thing that if you practice for it, if you plan ahead, well, what happens when you plan ahead, Colin? Here's what happens when you plan ahead. You do so much more, you do so much better than you did, that, that you, than you could have done. Basically, what you could have done is like, but what you're doing now is like, whoa, you're doing great. I Keep see. up the good work. La, la, la. Got it. Got it. Well, any other um, any other thoughts about the spelling bee? You, do you have some pretty pretty difficult words on there? I have to tell you. Mm, yeah. Well, I can say that it's a good comparison to other things and, you know, what you've been talking about. Yeah. Well, and it's like anything else, right? You, you're you a swimmer too, right? Yeah. Well, did you have first time in the pool? Did you, you know, could you swim as fast as you do now or no. any of that stuff? No. No. It's like, it's like anything else in life, I think. Um, you know, l- let's face it. Life is pretty consistent. You know, when you plan ahead, when you work hard, when you practice, do things get better or worse? They get better. And, you, you know, sometimes, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but sometimes people let their homework go to the last minute, right? Mm-hmm. And so while they're eating breakfast, they might be filling out a sheet or two. And how does that make you feel when you're under the gun like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, all hands on deck, emergency, right? Uh, rig for rig for crash, well, but you know you feel anxious, right? I I can tell you you don't seem your calm usual self. You know you wait to the last minute uh, to get your homework done. The homework's not going to be as neat and clean and everything else as it was. And how do you feel about it? Well, it feels as if it just. Is it a good feeling or a bad feeling? It's a pretty bad feeling. Yeah, I can just say that kind of anxious and yeah. oh my goodness what's going to happen next well that's what the planning's about right when you do your homework the night before on time when you practice for your spelling bee 
uh, when you get to your life plan workshop. Are we being obvious enough here? Things tend to go better. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier. And what's your name? And Colin Carrier. And bye. Your family's personal attorney. No greater love, no heart so true, there is no greater thrill than what you bring to me. Start the new year Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. This is the special New Year's Rockin' Eve edition of the David Carrier Show. And you have found the place where 24-7, 365, we deal with estate planning, elder law, real estate, and business law. So give us a call, why don't you? 888-463-2843. That's 888-463-2843. If you'd like to get your question, comment, or concern on the air, of course, you can always go to the website, davidcarrierlaw.com. That's davidcarrierlaw.com. That's where all of our uh, all of our life plan workshops and pace workshops, gun trust, where all these workshops we do. Why do we do so many workshops? Because we just like to work. That's why. And because that's a very low pressure, very easy way uh, to start learning about some of the ins and outs of these uh, of these things, which have such a profound impact on our lives. And it's all about. Studying for your spelling bee before the morning of, okay? It kind of makes sense. And that's what the workshops are there for, just to get you uh, some information because there is so much silliness out there. Uh, and I can only <laughs> – well, you know, yeah, call it silliness. It's very harmful. I mean, it hurts a lot of folks. It, it leads to people uh, shoveling the life savings out the door, out the window, down the drain, however you want to say it. Uh, but people burning through their life savings when it didn't have to happen like that. Just didn't have to, but people do it. And it's what everybody tells you to do. I get that a lot. Well, everybody else is doing it like that. I know. Listen, you know, there's this thing called the 80-20 rule. Okay, I don't know if you've ever heard of this 80-20 rule. And the idea is that um, 20% of the folks get 80% of the results. All right, think about this in your workplace. Think about this at your church, right? 80-20. 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Now, I don't care if it's your family. I don't care if it's the business you worked in, business you're working in, whatever organization you're involved. You always know that there's a very small per percentage of folks, right, who do most of the work. And of that 20% who are doing the work for the other 80, right, well, 20% of that 20% are doing 80% of the work. So 4% of the people are getting 64% of the work done. What does that tell you? It tells you that most people aren't doing this very well. <laughs> okay. 80% of the people, at least, right, are doing pretty poorly. Okay. And then another, on top of that, another 16%. So 96% of the, po so 80% are doing poorly. 16%, okay. 
4% are kicking it, okay? Doing very, very well. So if you look around at what everybody else is doing and you do the opposite, <laughs> you do the opposite of what they're doing, you'll probably be okay. You know, most people are living on credit card. So don't live on a credit card. Most people are paycheck to paycheck. So don't go paycheck to paycheck. Most people just assume, well, whatever happens, happens, whatever. So don't do that. Take some action, okay? And when everybody else is telling you something, right, well, you already know that most people aren't doing it very well, okay? So if you can line up and got 100 attorneys and 80 of them say, do it like this, 96% of them say, do it like this, okay? Then you'll get the results everybody else is getting, which are not very good. So... <laughs> so here we are, the voice crying in the wilderness, you know, make straight the way, do it correctly, plan ahead, practice your words. Maybe you have to use them in sentences. Maybe that'll help, but whatever. Okay. Do the things necessary. And, uh, and then things work out better. It's just the, just kind of the way it is. I'm going to go a little off track a little bit. This is a problem that a lot of our folks have. It has to do with timeshares. People buy timeshares. Most folks, again, 80, 20 rule applying again, uh, most folks do not make good use of the timeshare, okay? And there are a million reasons for that. But most of the most of it boils down to they bought the wrong thing. It's like estate planning. You got the wrong thing. You know, big, big similarity there. Because you didn't really look into it. You didn't take the time. Had to sign right now, okay? Like with us, you can't sign until you've met with us three times over the course of several hours, you know, to figure out, is this really a good thing for you? Okay. Um, but anyway, a lot of people get rushed into the timeshare. Not that timeshares are bad in and of themselves. Okay. Uh, they're oversold. It's like long-term care insurance, way oversold. They overpromise, they underdeliver, all that kind of thing. That said, there's an awful lot of folks, some folks, um, who do make good use of the timeshare and they love them. Okay. But a lot of people really would like to get out from under. And it's not so much the buying of the timeshare, although sometimes it's that too, uh, but it's those maintenance fees, right? You think, well, look, I could rent a hotel for a week for what I'm paying on maintenance, which could be true. But in any event, people getting out from under the timeshare, that's a big deal. And so that's what our email is about. Is this the right document to release me from my obligation? I own a timeshare. It is paid for in full. That's good. I decided I no longer would like to own it. The Vacation Sales Associates has agreed to release me from obligation. They provided me with a deed of reconveyance to sign. Is that the right document to release me from my obligation? Timeshares located Virginia Beach, not that it matters. Well, the reconveyance, that's important. Okay. So now it means that you've given up your ownership interest in the timeshare. So that's that's good. Okay. But more important than that, or as important of that, is a word that the letter writer used twice, which is release. And, you know, they've agreed to release me from obligation. Is that the right document to release me from obligation? Well, what you want is a document that says not just a deed. The deed is fine. But, you know, you can deed to whoever you want. What you want is that release. You want a piece of paper that says we the people who sold you the timeshare, okay? Not just some, not somebody else. You got to be real careful here because if you convey it to somebody who isn't the person who sold it to you, isn't the company or the organization uh, that sold it to you, all right? Well, you may given, have given up your rights 
to use the timeshare, <clears throat> excuse me, but you still have the obligation to pay the um, you still have the obligation to pay the maintenance fees. Okay, not at all unusual. There are a lot of third parties out there who will, you know, accept recon- not reconveyance, but they will accept your timeshare and they'll try to sell it for you, try to sell it for you, or rent it or what have you. But you're still on the hook for the maintenance fees, and it's the maintenance fees that kill you. All right. You already paid for the thing. At least you don't have to make any more payments. But it's the maintenance fees year after year, and you're not using it. And if you don't pay them, then they come after your credit. They wreck your credit score, all the rest. So if you're going to do anything with the timeshare, be sure that one of the documents you get at the top of it says release. Um, And make sure that it specifies that you're released from the maintenance services. Of course, that's something that you'd want an attorney to take a look at. That's what I think. Uh, How do we acquire? Let's get to another one of our emails. In the meantime, 888-463-2843. That's 888-463-2843. How do we acquire guardianship of our 38-year-old disabled daughter? She's my wife's daughter, my daughter-in-law. No, she's your stepdaughter. Anyway, she's incontinent and unable to... Well, she could be your daughter-in-law, too, as well, I suppose. Could be stepdaughter and daughter-in-law. Anyway, she's incontinent, unable to communicate or walk. She's retarded, totally relying on us, so probably not daughter-in-law. Stepdaughter. Lately, we've come across some problems with this situation in handling her interests. So up until this point, uh, you've kind of made it through, I guess. But now we need more legal control, okay? And the answer is you go to probate court and you acquire guardianship, Okay. Um, it says retardation. Let's assume that's a developmental disability, what we're calling it nowadays, developmental disability. So what you want to do is uh, go to the probate court and they'll require doctor's records and all the rest of this stuff, especially when it's a developmental disability. There's a, it's much more involved than the typical guardianship. The doctor's records, the whole nine yards. But anyway, you can do it. And you go to the probate court and the probate court says, okay, now you can, you're going to be in charge. All right. And subject to the probate court rules. This is why it's so important. Now, in a developmental disability case, there's no ability to do power of attorney. Right? There's no planning opportunity there because they're developmentally disabled. The person has never been able uh, to do a power of attorney or a trust or any of that stuff. So, you know, so that's just the situation. That's just what you have to deal with. Uh, but for most folks winding up in the probate court scheme, regime, the probate court method, let's just say, under the probate court rules can be very restrictive, right, and will not carry out your intent because probate court rules are all about sell it and spend it. And here are the rules that you have to follow. And wouldn't it be better to be able to make those rules yourself? That's what I'm saying. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. You saw me standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Blue moon You knew just what I was there for You heard me say Should all And never brought to mind Should old 
Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. Sorry, Kate Smith. Uh, <laughs> 888-463-2843. That's the number. That's the last time you can call in 2017. And what a year! <laughs> what a year 2017 has been, has it not? You know, you know. I know there's a lot of gloom and doomers out there, but I got to tell you, I'm not one of them. You know, we started the year. If you think about this, right? You just think about where we're at. Everyone's, oh, everything's terrible. Everything's terrible. Well, wait a second. A year ago, I heard from a lot of people, and there's still people who believe this. I know it, but I, you know, everybody's all about, oh, we just elected Hitler. Oh my God, dictatorship, terrible, terrible, terrible. And you know, they they keep here at the studio. They keep all the stations on the air. You know, you've got TV surrounded by televisions here. And you know what the big thing is about Trump, about our president, President Trump? You know what the big thing is? Golf. (laughs) Think about that. We went from people, you know, getting dressed up in black to, you know, stop Hitler from taking over. And now we're talking about golf. Seriously, what's the complaint about? You know what I mean? If if that's the, you know, he golfs too much, you know, as uh, Colin was just, you know, saying... Well, they say they say that he golfs twenty five percent of the time. Yeah, but the weekend is thirty percent of the time. So if he spends his weekend golfing, well, <laughs> what do you want? It's his weekend, right? And of course, who does he golf with? But you know, leaders and all all kind of folks like that. It's actually a sort of a working thing. But you know, think about that. Think about that. The you know, the, the people are most antagonistic, but the 90 plus percent negative reporting and the most negative thing they can think of is to say is that he golfs. Well, you know, in the meantime, uh, the Israelis love him, right? They're pretty happy with the guy. Uh, ISIS is on the run. Those bad guys who are cutting off people's heads and putting it on the interwebs and, you know, all the rest of the stuff. Uh, what, 90 plus percent of them are, you know, gone to the great beyond. Okay, all that territory that they seized, that's all, you know, that's a huge victory. You know, Iraq is finally back, in, and, and now we've got people in Iran, the, the normal people in Iran, uh, who are protesting and saying, hey, we don't want this anymore. I, mean, it's, I don't know. Of course, the economy's doing terrible, right? Right? The economy's doing so, oh, wait a second, no, 4%. And I remember, it wasn't that long ago, about a year ago, When they were telling us, oh, we'll never get beyond 2%. 2% growth, that's it. That's it. Can't do better than that. Uh, 3%, oh, that's a pipe dream. Never. And now it's 4%. What are we complaining about? You know, I'm not saying everything's perfect. I'm not. You know, we got a lot of work to do. We do have a lot of work to do. There's no question about it. Uh, But, you know, if you look around the world and you say, well, which country would I rather be in? Okay. I mean, Syria, that that was a terrible mess, right? Let's let's ship pallet loads of cash to the to the mullahs in Iran. 
Well, guess what? That's not happening anymore. And now the people themselves are saying, hey, we don't want to be ruled by these guys. Oh, that's a good thing, right? 4% that's a good thing, right? And you, you don't have to like Trump. I don't blame you. Yeah, don't like Trump. That's fine. Oh, he tweets too much. He does this too much. Okay. All right. Well, still in all, we did get military victories after a long time of not. And the economy is bouncing back twice the rate that they said was possible. Mm, these seem like good things to me. I just think, you know, 2018, I think it's going to be a, a terrific, just a terrific year uh, for all of us. 2017 was a great year for the for the firm. I mean, we helped over over a thousand families. That was the first time we broke the, uh, you know, just in the planning aspect of it. That was the first time we'd gone over a, over a thousand, not far, <laughs> not far over a thousand, I think about a thousand twenty-five. Um, but, uh, but that was really uh, very gratifying uh, to everyone in the firm. We all, you know, all celebrate that uh, and then celebrate you because you're the ones who made that, uh, who made that possible. Uh, but it's only possible by working together. It's only possible by looking for the good thing, working for the good thing, making sure that the good thing happens. And that's different for every family. That's just is. How are we going to make that uh, carry forward into 2018? Well, that again, that's on, uh, that's on all of us. But the fact of the matter is, you know, if you think about where we were one year ago, what all the, all the glooming and dooming was all about, you know? Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. And yet now we have a Supreme Court Right, that's got you know people who actually follow the Constitution. We have a record number, a record number, of new judges on the courts of appeal, the district judges, uh, who are devoted to the Constitution as opposed to whatever social theory just floated out of somebody's head. You know, that's a good thing. You know, this whole rule of law idea. You know, one of the reasons we win our cases is because the agencies that we work with are held to the rule of law. They tell us what the rules are, and we work with the rules. They can't just say, oh, we don't feel like it. We're not going to give you your benefits. It doesn't work like that. Shouldn't work like that. But too often, too often, uh, you have judges who do that kind of, well, that's a, that's kind of a change, right? Where, you know, that's going, we've got a tax code now that's changed also. Biggest overhaul. You listen to some people, you know, the ones who did not participate, who were, you know, too pure, the uh, Democratic Party, too pure to participate in the process, didn't want to participate in it. And then they say it's the worst ever. But, you know, try to find a scenario where people are paying more in taxes. They're not. People are actually getting, you know, their tax burden will be less. Now, if, if people's tax burden, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Seems like a pretty good thing to me. Uh, so if you if you look back on 2017, you think about where we started, think about where we're ending up, okay? You look forward to 2018. How does it get better than this? Well, if the president didn't tweet so much. <laughs> well, you know something, when your complaints are down to, you know, he golfs on the weekends. Oh, that's terrible. At his own golf courses. Oh, that's even more terrible. He owns golf courses. <laughs> and people's taxes are being cut. And we've got judges who actually obey the law instead of make it up as they go along. Uh, and the economy is booming. And interest rates are still low. Uh, oh, and the bad guys all around the world are on the run. I mean, think about North Korea. I mean, we used to be begging those people to talk to us. Now it's the other way around. 
Kim Jong-un just came in with the guy who runs the place over there, just came out with a new thing. Well, we'll do this if you do that. You know, he's the one making the offers now. And we're like, eh, well, we'll think about it. Okay. I mean, things around the world, they've really shifted in the last year. It's kind of amazing. You know, when somebody realizes that you, the people of America, right, have enormous power, have enormous influence. Just in the past, I guess some people have been too embarrassed of America or something. Now we get somebody who's not embarrassed of America. Just the way we're not embarrassed of America. We're pretty proud of the place. And things are, <laughs> just look around you. Good things are happening. Good things are happening. You're part of that. The work that you've done over your lifetime built the foundation for the good things that are happening now. And the fact that people are sort of waking up and realizing how good it is, just wonderful to me. Love it, love it, love it. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show, a lively discussion addressing your questions and concerns, but not legal advice. There is a big difference. So when making decisions that affect your family, your property, or yourself, the best advice is to seek good advice, specific to your unique needs. If you missed any of today's show or would like additional information about the law offices of David Carrier, please visit davidcarrierlaw.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.